Hello everyone and welcome back to the Lonely Artist Podcast. My name is Ariane and I'm going to be your host today. To start the round of interviews for 2022, we're going to be interviewing Pon Lloyd, a 23-year-old artist from the US. She is the creator of the action fantasy webcomic Wisher World, as well as the comic Adam Storm and the Honest World website. So grab something to drink or do something while you listen to us talk about her amazing work. And let's get started. Let's do it. So, Dinah, tell us, share with the world. How did your art journey begin? Uh, it first started when I was like really little. Mm-hmm. I want to say like toddler years. I used to ask my mom to draw everything for me. I'd be like, draw that horse or like draw this draw that and like at a certain point I remember we were sitting at IHOP and I wanted her to draw a horse because like horses and ponies were my favorite thing I was that kind of kid (laughs) she was just like you know what no you draw it and I'm like what do you mean I draw it you always draw the you always draw the the stuff for me and she's like no if you want all these drawings you gotta draw them yourself and then that's that's how it generally started uh after that I'd say another thing that I feel like is kind of important that like kind of shaped who I am is that my mom never let me just throw things out if I made a mistake so I feel like that helped me get really good at improvising oh wow that's really cool your mom seems super cool (laughs) (laughs) yes he's like you can't just throw it out and I was like "Oh, oh okay I guess I gotta like figure out a way to make it look intentional so all my work has a bunch of mistakes in it but like Wow. Job. <laughs> Dude, that's an amazing ability to like nurture since you're a kid. Wow. And uh for the story part, it would be my grandmother. And that's where comics really came from, is like me just combining both of those. Because mm-hmm. uh my grandmother, she's like she's like really, really old. Um, rest in peace. She is not alive anymore. Oh. But when I was uh around the same age she used to watch me and she was too old to figure out how to turn the tv on or like figure out how to set things up so we just resorted to telling stories for entertainment and uh, that's where the storytelling part came from and then eventually when I was around I want to say like seven or eight is when I decided to just combine them both into like comics so you always knew like you wanted to do comics uh yeah because when I was really little like I always watched like cartoons and stuff but I was like well I sure can't make like a full animation so (laughs) comics is like something I could like do it's like the closest thing and then that's where it comes from dude that's amazing I I I just find it funny that your mom was like you have reached the limits of my abilities (laughs) (laughs) now you do it (laughs) enough with you a small child I'm like three four years old oh (laughs) but I mean now you have to thank her for it because now you love embracing your mistakes and improvising and your grandma gave you a lot of like storytelling abilities thank you guys (laughs) (laughs) so like well you were always interested in in comics and, and and drawing and everything but like how did you start making web comics or online content like that did you always draw digitally or was this a transition that you had to go through yeah this was mostly a transition because most of my life I would I drawn traditionally I did draw digitally 
occasionally um you know growing up in the 2000s and 20 early 2010s it wasn't as accessible as it is now like mm -hmm. so the most we had back then was like ms paint <laughs> yes <laughs> and, so, and most of the time though if i wanted to do digital it was usually for animation mm -hmm. so but when it came to comics i usually did it traditional especially since most of the stuff i liked was traditional it was I want to say 2018 or 2019 around that time where I decided to do webtoons because of like how accessible it is and how there's already like an audience generally there instead of like just going and putting out stuff like just on your own yeah and all that it's just it just simplified all of the complications of like finding mm -hmm. people and publishing and all that stuff it's just like oh it's all just right here I can just toss it there yeah. So there was a transition um, for my first comic, Adam Storm. I always really wanted it to look mostly traditional, but for Wish Your World, I wasn't very particular about the aesthetic as much. So mm -hmm. I was fine just transitioning it to just fully digital. I was actually going to ask you about it because Adam Storm looks very traditional. And I was going to ask you if you like literally drew it traditionally and took pictures of nope. it or you yep, did? It's traditional. Um, wow. Towards the later part, it's a mix, and I plan when it comes back, it's going to be a mix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's traditional. I have like paints and paper. I had to scan it. I have like a big industrial scanner to scan it, and then I had to edit it. Wow, that's amazing. That's so cool. I feel like I would not have the patience to do something to traditionally like for a comic. <laughs> it really doesn't take that much longer. The thing that probably takes the longest is, I don't know, like. I don't think it takes like a huge amount longer, but it is like a couple extra steps having to like scan it and then edit it in. But like drawing mm -hmm. the actual pictures, I outside of like the really big painted scenes, which is kind of like the fun of making it that way. Yeah, I don't think it generally takes like a ton longer. Mm. Do you have like a preferred aesthetic even now that you do digital like do you still prefer traditional over digital or are you embracing like the the mix between both? I always liked both. It depends on the series. Like for the aesthetic of Adam Storm, I prefer traditional because of like how it looks. But mm -hmm. um, I feel like they both have their strengths and I, I tend to just do whichever one I feel works best for the project. Yeah. Man, I love how theatrical your your scenes are they're always so epic every single panel is, is insane oh uh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember telling someone I think it's because I have a short attention span so I'm like I get really bored if I have to draw something from like the same angle so I have to constantly move things around to keep my brain <laughs> entertained I'm like Dude, but I that's a blessing. Me. Like, I find it so hard to be like, okay, okay, now I have to prepare myself for a different angle. And I just struggle with that so much. What's your favorite angle to draw from? Mm, realistically, like, considering my capabilities, probably, like, from an eye level a type okay. of perspective because I'm not very mm -hmm. good with perspective and foreshortening but if I could I would love to do a lot of like really uh fish eye perspectives and and like eagle's view eagle's eye mm -hmm. view perspectives or or even like from the ground looking up 
yeah I think I still have to practice a lot to to get to like a a good result with those yeah because once you get comfortable it's so much fun like I feel like that's kind of the strength of comics and drawing Mm -hmm. in general you could put the camera wherever you want yeah and you do it effortlessly like oh my god every single panel (laughs) (laughs) something I forget about until like other people bring bring it up I'm going to draw Katie from this angle. Okay. She's just here. There she is. <laughs> You're just like, I'm bored. I need as many perspectives as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how did you come up with the idea for, for Wisher World? When did that happen? Okay. So let me look at my notes. All right. So yeah, that came, I came up with that story in... It would have been my freshman year of high school. I'm trying to remember what year that is. I think that is 2013-2014. Yes, 2013-2014. So um, the first inspiration was Gothic architecture. I became, like, obsessed with it. And Acadia was the first character I made. And so the story started with her. But the mm-hmm. whole idea of Acadia was supposed to be like this creature that lives in a gothic cathedral. So I wanted her aesthetic to go along with that. And the first drawing I made of her is pretty much almost the same exact design. as I guess like some designs, they just like, ah, that's just how they are. They just mm-hmm. kind of fit what you wanted. Um, so that's where that came from. And a lot of the early story elements were really about exploring like scapegoating And I felt like the medieval world was a really good way to, like, a really good setting to explore that specific concept. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also wanted, even though it's set in the medieval world, even early on, I always wanted to explore outside of just Europe. Because when people think of that time period, they usually think of Europe. And Europe is, like, a big part of it, especially with the architecture being the, like, the first thing to inspire me from it. But they go to uh, like they're like the golden horde is involved. The Mongol empire is involved. Ooh, um, I can't wait to see that. Um, I even want to find some way to get like the, <laughs> the mezzo, like Americans involved or something, but they go all over the world. Oh my so, God. That would be so cool if you did that. Yep. It, it's definitely planned. I have like, I think there's six seasons planned, like mm-hmm. for the story wise. I don't know how long they're actually going to take to make them, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you would love to visit Mexico because there's so many like Gothic art architecture here because, mm-hmm. you know, we were colonized and, and like that translated to us as yeah, well. Yeah, like the cathedrals and all that. Yes, there's That's cathedrals cool. everywhere Great here. Cathedral. Oh my God. All the yeah. pictures you send me, I'm like, it looks like you're constantly on vacation. It looks so warm. It's so cold here. Ugh. Oh my god. <laughs> well, it certainly does not feel like I'm on vacation, but but I can see why that you feel that way. <laughs> and I think the you... last time I seen a palm tree was like in Florida ten years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you send me like like photos from like the winter and snow and I'm like mm-hmm. I miss that so much I just want to really miss the frostbite yes <laughs> even the frostbite. the frostbite it's for free <laughs> well that's perfect <laughs> just what I needed <laughs> and what's your favorite part of of making comics like of the process of making comics oh that's a hard part I had to write a lot down uh in ge- but yeah, in general, I like most of it. 
especially now, um, like from brainstorming to liner, I like most of it. I think the new things about that I really loved, I didn't always, or that I didn't always experience is, um, like actually being able to just enjoy it on my own is like my own entertainment, like going back and reading it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really do that that much. It was like, I made it. And then I just sort of didn't touch it afterwards. <laughs> it was like, now I think because of like making the buffer so far in advance, like it, it gave me a lot of like space to just enjoy reading it on my own and going back and forth and looking at it sort of like come together, even if it's not even like made publicly yet. And, yeah. um, Another thing I always loved, though, was the fight scenes. <laughs> it's yes. like a big reason why I make comics is I love, and I didn't get to show them yet, but I love, I love drawing fight scenes so much. I mean, even from what you've uploaded, I can already tell they're going to be epic as hell. And so the choreography is like the main part that I, I really like. I like coming up with like different, like it's almost like dancing, except it's very violent. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna quote you on that like just <laughs> oh god oh and remember i said that i didn't know i'm a good person don't worry <laughs> fighting is like dancing but violently <laughs> <laughs> and what would you say is your least favorite part of of making comics trying to balance it with real life <laughs> mm, yes <laughs> do you feel like it takes up like a lot a lot of your of your time and your uh, daily with wisher world no because i specifically chose wisher world so it could better fit with my day-to-day like living but still i still have moments where like oh i want to draw in nope i gotta do something else first yeah but i feel like wisher world is so far the best balance i've had with that yeah, I mean, you're super consistent with the uploading and just I think it can give you kind of um, peace of mind and, and even more room for creativity if everything's planned out and scheduled and you you know you have the time to to make it considering yeah. your daily life and everything like that. Definitely. I, I hate the feeling of I always say that, like, if I could freeze time, I would just make the entire series like I just spent four years making the entire series. And then just move on to another project and just upload. Because, like, I hate working towards deadlines. (laughs) I just want everything to be in advance. Even the, like, promo work is even in advance. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to remember to upload that. (laughs) I can barely remember when it does upload. (laughs) You've, like, seen my story where I'm like, wait a second. It's uploading already. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, I forgot I was going to publish that. Oh, okay. (laughs) I think it's so funny that you say that your favorite part of the comic is like reading it yourself and because it's an advance because for me that's the part where I suffer the most because I am so impatient and I know Mm -hmm. the story or or what's happening in it and I'm like why doesn't anybody else know about this I need somebody to discuss this with I'll discuss it with you yes (laughs) be careful what you say because I'm going to send you everything and then you're just going to be like um, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'll I'll look. <laughs> <laughs> and who would you say are your biggest art inspirations? Oh, okay. This is about to be a lot. This is like the most comprehensive part. I'm sorry, guys. It's gonna get a little spammy. Okay, I'm gonna stick to specifically Wisher World stuff because I have way too many inspirations for all the different series. So okay. 
the main stuff is actually music like the one thing about my series like the more I the more I listen to specific types of music is like what actually gets me to work on them, which is why I didn't work on Wisher World for quite some time until like I found more songs of that genre. But when I think of Wisher World, like I specifically like the atmosphere of like symphonic and power metal. Oh, so those out like the artists that I think about is like usually uh, Nightwish, Therion. Um, if you want something more cheesy, but like really, really good, <laughs> Luca Terrilli slash like uh, Rhapsody. Though, oh my also- god, I had no idea you were into this like kind of music. I love this kind of music. This is so cool. Yes, a fellow <laughs> cultured individual. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know like Una Coil? I think you would love like Una Coil. Send me it. I okay. will listen. I will absorb it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> But that's like what I think about, like when it comes to uh, that, when it comes to like, I guess like other types of artwork that's more in the line of what Wish Your World is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the manga series that I was really into when I was making Wish Your World were Soul Eater and Hunter x Hunter. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure how much influence Hunter x Hunter and Soul Eater really had on it. Cause at that point I sort of was already doing my own thing. Like I was sort of moving away from watching a lot of manga and anime more into just focusing on my own series yeah but I think like that's probably what I really would have been into at the time uh One Piece and Dragon Ball also probably had indirect influence on them because they had influence on my work overall especially like you when you mentioned things like the camera angles and like the kind of like extreme poses and stuff like that I definitely got inspired from from like uh one like a lot of Luffy's fight scenes in One Piece and uh, a lot of Solider fight scenes. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to that, and Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is my favorite Disney movie oh. of all, <laughs> of course, definitely an inspiration for Wish Your World. Sometimes I just watch it and listen to it in the background. I probably know like every single line from that movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> on the top of my head, like I'll just be listen listening to it while I draw, like like probably like three times a year. I religiously watch that movie. <laughs> Now you just make me want to watch it because I used to like it as a kid, and I even had an Esmeralda pajama thing. Oh, that's that's so cute. <laughs> yes, go watch it. The weird thing is, I watched it once as a kid, but I was too young to remember it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch and appreciate it till I was like. 18 or 19 it has pretty adult themes right good movie this music is good (laughs) hellfire hell yeah uh what were you saying oh i was just gonna say like um your even though your art might not be necessarily exactly like the inspirations you mentioned like you can definitely Mm -hmm. tell that their influences in your work for sure yeah like the spirit is there somehow And but the thing is, you have your own uh, particular style, which is, is super cool. And some people find it really hard to 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 find their own style. Do you feel like for you it comes naturally, or is it something that you actively try to to make so that people know is specifically made by you? Uh, I don't know. It goes so far back that I don't even really think about it in that way. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think. Uh, I think I, I don't know, it's just like an amalgamation of so many other styles, plus the way I always drew. Yeah. But that's like so far back in like, 
my life, it's like I, I don't really think about it anymore. Um, but when it comes to styles, though, I do change around style. Like I feel like I don't know in my head, I don't I guess I have a style. But at the same time, it's kind of like non-specific because I change it depending on what I think a series needs. Like yeah. when in Witcher World, there's gonna there's more human characters that are drawn a bit more realistically and less stylized and say an Adam Storm. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of goes along with the story. And then I have other stories that are completely in like a cartoon art style that aren't like you can't like there's no like anime influences all. They're like cartoon animals. Yeah. And ones where they might be drawn more realistically. So it depends. But like I'd say the one for the look for Wisher World and uh, Adam Storm is closer to like what just naturally comes out when I draw. Because mm-hmm. I like there to be like a mix of stylization so that it can, I can basically make it look however I want without looking uncanny. So I yeah. don't want it to be realistic, but I like to use the realistic features that I find really fun to draw, like muscles or curly hair. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, you have so many characters with curly hair. I was like, I like drawing curly hair. But yeah, I guess, does that sort of answer the question? Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. And also for anybody who's listening to the podcast, if you want to see more, of your work well of Dinah's work uh you should also check out uh honest world web scene or sign web sign what is it oh web scene, God, web yeah sign? yeah web scene web sign <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that's full of like your creative juices just like all of them they're there <laughs> in one place so people should definitely check that out if they are listening to this right now I also wanted to ask you uh because this is a place of support Um, mm-hmm. if you have any small art accounts or web comics that you love and follow that you think deserve more attention. Yes. Tropical Rain is so cute. It's uh it's a it's a girls love webtoon and the characters are so adorable. I don't like it's so hard to describe it, but like I'm obsessed with them. I have like so many screenshots <laughs> of like Alex, like just there, there's like a meme with like what like some of the people I know just buff Alex we'll just send like buff Alex pictures um I love that comic it's so good it's so cute I love them and I feel like they have such good chemistry like that's something that because I'm not like really huge on romance but like when a series has characters with good chemistry like it doesn't really matter and I just I really love watching them they're really cute um and also the series Ill World which is a like a horror fantasy series and it definitely has like a lot of berserk vibes and Ooh. has a lot of cool monster designs too i need to so, check it out because i love berserk yes it's such a, it's good you'll like it nice is there any other one that you'd like to mention as well or are those the two that you wanted to mention yeah those are the, those are the two i wrote down those are the ones i remember on the top of my head Awesome. And what advice uh, can you give to anybody who follows you who wants to become comic book artists themselves? Uh, I have, I wrote two things down. The first one is like whatever you feel that your current skill level is, like always try to aim for something higher than that. Because even if you don't reach it, you'll end up making something and improving a lot quicker than like if you just stick to what you're comfortable with. Um. Like, try to always, if you want to compare yourself to something, compare it to what you want to make. 
And even if you don't get there, you'll just, it's not really about like getting there right away, but like you'll end up improving so much more and just like sticking to like whatever you feel your current skill level is. And uh, the, the second one is, how do I describe this? Like, I feel that there's a lot of benefit to discovering yourself in your work and like letting it come to realization just by yourself, not online, like getting it to a certain point where you know what you love about and you know what it's about and what you want to do with it. And then sort of presenting it online instead of like just putting things online right away. Yeah, uh, I feel like it helps a lot with confidence and also it makes it to where whenever strings become attached, you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are the two little bits of advice. They're amazing. They're very me. wise bits of advice. <laughs> I, I think like had I heard that when I started doing this, I would have benefited a lot from it. <laughs> and what are your plans for the future, if any, regarding your work or your social media presence or your comics? Like, do you have any big picture plans that you'd like to do in the future? Uh, big picture plans, which I don't know when I'm going to get around to them, but I would really like to is number one, like making animation. Mm-hmm. I love animation, but it's really tedious and kind of hard to fit in with all of the other stuff that I'm doing. But Eventually, I'm going to get around to it and also like making apparel. I, I just love the idea of making like shirts and stuff for my characters. Oh, I would love to get a shirt from Ficadia. That would be so cool. There's one planned. Oh, <laughs> don't tell me that because I'm going to be poor. Because <laughs> I'm buying all the merch. <laughs> and if you, okay, so the final question is mm-hmm. if you could have any magical art power to help you in your artistic process, what would you like that to be? Oh man, I forgot about that question. Uh, mm-hmm. Freeze time. Well, I, I think, yeah, you already mentioned that you just want to freeze yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to freeze time, make every single one of my series and then just move on with my life. I feel like <laughs> if you had that power though, you'd like freeze time and make a series and enjoy freezing time so much that you would just permanently freeze time just so that you could yeah. <laughs> sorry guys everyone's life's gonna be on pause because I decided to make a series yeah I feel like I would do the same though so that's why I'm like yeah that's definitely going to happen if you have that power <laughs> and yeah that I mean that concludes the interrogation you did amazing and I, I really appreciate you taking the time to like answer all of those questions for the podcast because I feel like I just love sharing different perspectives from different artists Because, I mean, when I started this podcast, I was like, what can I do so that it's not just a monologue of me just talking about art? Mm Because I feel like other people have so much cooler and better insights of of work and and comics and and just illustrations that, I don't know, I just wanted to do that. So thank you so much for, for letting us all know a little bit more of what's going on inside of your head. Thank you for having me on. This was so much fun. Well, guys, that was it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you had fun with us and that you learned a lot from Dinah. She is somebody who I look up to a lot and I think she is amazingly talented as well as underrated. So if you can, make sure to go follow her and I'll see you for the next one.